This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. How's it going, Ben? It's going very well. How are you doing, Scott? I, I'm doing all right. Rebecca, you're doing our uh, our usual podcast thing, so as we always do. But um, I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. Uh, Scott, the Deuce Benjamin. And the Deuce, yeah. I'm, uh, Ben Oil Cam Bolin, or from our friend William Cho, also suggest uh, Ben Tenpin Bolin. Oh, fantastic. That's, that's a good pretty one. Cool, yeah, huh? that's a good one. We've had a few sent in. Mm-hmm. I've neglected to write them down. and We're them saving in. them up, though, guys. We're paying attention. Yeah, we've got a couple uh, that uh, I should bring in. They're, some of them are pretty funny. Yeah. Good ones. Anyways. Hey, here's something that, uh, that happened this weekend. Not to be weird about this or anything, but I had a dream. All right. And I've mentioned this type of dream to you before. Okay. This is not dirty, okay? This is a this is a driving fantasy that I have. Okay. And when I say fantasy, I mean I'm dreaming that I'm behind the wheel of a car. Right. And I'm I'm in control of the car, of course, but in this particular dream, I don't I don't know what type of car I'm driving. I just know that I'm the only one left on earth. On the entire planet. On the entire planet. Yeah. Awesome, man. And I've had this dream many, many times. Sometimes I know the type of car. Sometimes I don't. The latest installment of this, which is this weekend, mm. I don't know what type of car I'm in. So this is like a, a, a reoccurring dream. It's definitely recurring. Yeah, it keeps coming back. And I, I've got these. I've got this. And I, I say fantasy because it's like this last man on earth type of feeling, right. like, a, like a sci-fi fiction type thing. Kind that's of post-apocalyptic happening. sort of thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And the 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 thing is, like this weekend, I'm I'm in the I'm clearly in a race car. It's yeah. it's a race car. It's low. It's wide. It's got nothing but switches and dials on the on the dash, and it's only got a tachometer. And I'm just going all out on the roads. It's going bananas. And this is not a race course. I'm always on a public street. I mean, there have been times, I guess, when I've been on a race course, but yeah. usually on a public street. And this was another case where I was on a public street, but no one is around. There's no other vehicles around. Desolate. Just wide what, open. What time of day? Uh, it was just regular, I mean, middle of the day. I, I couldn't tell what time exactly. I don't yeah. know if it was morning, afternoon, yeah. evening. It wasn't like nighttime or anything like that. But 
it's it's a blast first of all it's a lot of mm-hmm. fun and i do i do think about this when i'm out on my weekend drives you know if i go out in the yeah. country or something but um i've had this often often and you know what and now that you point it out never at night it's never a nighttime scene huh okay well yeah. i i point that out because this is a brief promo uh maybe a demonstration if you will uh scott you know the economy's kind of bad so we're all trying to diversify make ends meet and I'd like to welcome you to Oil Can's uh, House of Crazy Discount uh, Psychological Analysis. Fantastic. Is this like peanuts we're, where I have to pay you a, a nickel? We're still working on the name, but the, yeah. The doctor that's, is that's in. That's the business model, yeah. Oh, very good. Okay. So it's it's never at night. You have you no. you have it on a how, – how often would you say? You know, I, I've never kept track of how often it happens. But Just recognize I, when You know happens. what? I would say – I just ballpark once every two months. Weird. That yeah. is that. Uh, yeah, it's that's, often. Very yeah, often. that is yeah. pretty frequent. And it's it's usually a point of view type dream where I see as I'm as I'm driving. You see like your I, hands ex- on the wheel. And precisely. Stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Weird. And that's why, like in this last one, I have no idea what kind of car I was in because I was inside it the entire time. Yeah. And and driving, I, I could tell you what it sounded like. I could tell you what it felt like, mm-hmm. but I couldn't tell you what type of vehicle it was specifically. And I've had other ones where you know I, I'm around the car. it's a whole dream that you know i'm i'm around the vehicle and it's happening but yeah. um not the case with this one and like i said every two months or so is when it happens and I, i'm kind of blaming that i watch a lot of these point of view racing videos you know, that'll like maybe, do it like that'll pike's peak it. i'll yeah. watch the uh, the record run at pike's peak yeah i'll watch um you know someone trying to break the time speed record mm-hmm. at uh the, the green mile or the green uh monster rather um green mile that'd be something else the uh, <laughs> <laughs> no the green monster um you know so, so the nurburgring mm-hmm. um i i don't know I'm, I'm not exactly sure what to attribute this to but um one one point about it though is i've got these last man on earth type ideas that the public roads are wide open to me. I and would love that. I I would absolutely love to have this happen. Yeah, I mean, I'll be I'll be honest with you, man. I've had a dream since I was about seven or eight years old. I've had a recurring dream where I wake up and nobody else is on the planet, really? and I wasn't in a car because you know these started before I could drive. Yeah, but it was it was just awesome. You know, there's a series of movies that are based around this, and it, well, it started with a novel. Yes, um, you, you do know about this. I am a huge fan of post-apocalyptic stuff. Really? Yes. So you tell, probably tell these well, you probably know about this. Then in 1954, there was a novel called "I Am Legend" by and Richard Matheson. Exactly. Very good, Ben. And um, 1954 was the, the the release of this this novel, a sci-fi horror picture because mm-hmm. you know, post-apocalyptic. Um, in 1964, there was a movie made with uh, starring Vincent Price, and it was called "The Last Man on Earth." Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen, I'll be honest, I haven't seen this movie or the next one I'm going to talk about, which is um, The Omega Man. I own a copy and will bring it to you. You have a copy of The Omega Man? I have Man? a copy of it. Is it, it, it tell it, me. It's from 1971. Right. Is there a lot of driving in The Omega Man? Uh, there, <laughs> there, is some, there, there is some driving, but it's not full of driving. A lot of it involves them being, um, basically, not to ruin it, the... People who are who are regular people move around during the day. It's been out for almost forty years, so. Um, oh I yeah, you can, you're right. Fair you can, enough. Fair you can, enough. You could probably spoil it. Okay, so Charlton Heston is a human being, and he survives this uh, this cataclysmic event that changes some of the people, um, and these people that are changed are very chalky white and have sores and 
they're kind of crazy, of course, because they're the bad guys, mm-hmm. and uh, they only move around at night, mm-hmm. and they hate technology. Mm-hmm. And Charlton Heston bands together with some other survivors, and they move around in the day. And so there is some driving into in it, mm-hmm. but um, he's mainly uh, for a lot of the movie he's staying in the same locale. Okay, which All is right. totally different from what I would do, man. I would drive as far as away as I could from these weird albino mutant people <laughs> yeah but where are you gonna go that's the point like someplace where they don't hate technology scott i guess <laughs> i hate technology i'm sitting right across from you you hate technology uh, sort of we're not gonna we're not gonna yeah go we'll out. talk about that we're not later. gonna hang out when in, the s hits the in, f man <laughs> in some instances i do we'll put it yeah. that way so post-apocalyptic yeah the so there's, a, there's a couple more there's yeah. uh there's i've mentioned this one before one's this one? the last chase the last chase the you last have chase. mentioned, yeah. Lee Majors, 1981. Got a picture of the car here that I can show you, yeah, which does see. no one else any good, but it's a Porsche 91710. And oh, that, if you recall, okay, yeah. that's the car that he is on the run trying to get to free California, mm-hmm. where uh, you know the, the government isn't imposing this no no cars right, restriction, right. and he's not being chased by Burgess Meredith in a, in a fighter jet. Remember that yes, whole story? Yes, I remember you telling me about crazy, it. Crazy, crazy story, but um, it, it's full of you know last man on earth type of stuff isn't he's not but mm-hmm. he he's the last it's the last car on mm-hmm. earth really and it's trying to get all the way across the country you know the one i really like i gotta interrupt you yeah. just in case you take it from me before okay. i get to say it mad max really love yeah the whole the whole shebang yeah. all three of them road warrior beyond thunderdome mm-hmm. i don't care love love the idea because he he's able to drive through this essentially desolate place that's only filled with crazies. Mm-hmm. And um, and now I know some people are objecting and saying, what about those kids? Sorry, the kids were crazy too, obviously. Scoundrels and bandits. Scoundrels, bandits, ne'er-do-wells. Yeah. And then the one last remaining lawman, I would, I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. What about maybe the most recent version of this, which I think is I Am Legend, which is, of course... Yes. Based on the yeah, book itself. Yeah. But um, there's an opening sequence where he's driving through the city of New York. and right. Or is it Manhattan? I don't know where it was exactly. I can't remember. Um, but I don't know. Striking scene. It was pretty good, I mm-hmm. thought. And uh, the problem with that one is, though, he's in the city where, um, you know, like the water pumps have begun to fail. So the underpasses are full of water and other cars. Uh, yeah. There's cars that litter the street. There's a lot of you know stuff in the way. My dreams always seem to happen where I'm out in the countryside or on large highways where there's just nothing around where i'm able to you know make the most of corners where you know high speed um just i'm not worried about colliding with anything else other than possibly you know a deer or something like that yeah. map out. but n- never the case never have to again in my dream never have to, to swerve around any of that stuff well that's interesting because <clears throat> as a non-licensed uh ill-informed semi-professional Psychiatrist in yeah. this in this podcast, yeah. uh, I could tell you that that probably means there's a sense of freedom. It's obviously a happier dream, hmm. you know. It's not like you're there with the last edges of sunlight dying on the horizon, no. trying to get around a flooded <laughs> underpass. You know? No, this is this is pure pleasure. This is all yeah. driving, and and there's no bad ending to it. There's no um, there's no reason that I'm on the run or anything like that. Right, right. It just 
just so happens that there's no one else on the road and I'm able to just do what I want. And, do you have music on? You know, no, I don't think so. It's just the sound of the engine. Not it's always final I, I'm trying to think, you know. The, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no no final countdown, no. The, um, the, the thing is that I, I do this on my own too anyways. I, I often turn the radio off and just mm. listen to the, the sound of the, the road, the, the engine. Mm. Um, I've always liked that. Oh, which, by the way, we should put that, we, we should emphasize that for the listeners. Um, it is always a good idea to take a second, turn off your radio, and listen to your car. Yeah. Just yeah. real life or not. Um, I've had cars without radios. Really. Wow. You don't, you're shaking your head like you don't believe me. But no, I believe that, you. I'm yeah. just surprised. Yeah. That's, no, I just, I had one that I just removed it because I didn't, it wasn't. You just good took to begin it out. With. Yeah, I just took it out. It Another had a one radio. Didn't and you have took one. it out. Yeah, and then others that I just turn off because you know I prefer the the car sound. I've got a crazy car dream for you. Okay. This is the only recurring car dream that I ever have, and I think you'll you might laugh, and it's okay if you do. Uh, so when I first started driving, there was this very very steep and large hill in my neighborhood, and. About every six months or so, I still have dreams about trying to get up that hill and failing miserably because when I was I was driving a stick, you know, for the first time, yeah. and then there's that part where the clutch was already slippery and I was stuck on the incline and I'm trying to shift and it's yeah. just not working. I start there's that lurching feeling where you start to roll backwards and that, my friend, is why y'all will never go on Pikes Peak. Have you, have you, I mean, did this really happen or is yes. this something you just, okay, does this really happen? It's a crazy hill, and dude. then you had, and then you had a dream about it happening again and again and again. Yes. Oh, no yes. kidding. Yeah. So the, the fear has some kind of basis for you. Heights don't bother me. Hills hmm. don't, don't care. So for that, them. you're probably right. That's probably why you're afraid to drive uphill fast. I don't like to use the word afraid. I like to use the word <laughs> Aware. Uh, I am aware okay. of hills. <laughs> I'll, put you, I'll put you down for being afraid. Now, listen. Here's there's there's some things that I kind of found out. I, yeah. Just these are just uh, I don't know I, I, hearsay maybe. Let's just say that hearsay. Th- this is these are things that could happen. I guess. Um, do, you, do you recall a program called? It was on the History Channel. It's called uh, Life After People. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I kind of went back and looked at some of the uh, life after people stuff and and realized why maybe my clear road fantasy may not happen or may never happen. Number one, why would I be the last person left on earth? That's kind of crazy to begin with. Let's kind of bracket that one. Yeah, yeah. But here's the reality of this. And and when I say reality, this is the projected reality sure. based on that show. And I, I don't know how much of this was just sensationalized or what. But, this um, is guesstimation. Yeah, guesstimation. But I could really see this happening. There's a, there's a couple of little reasons along the way. but I love this stuff. Lay it on me, man. After about one year, they said that in this program again, they said that weeds would begin to appear in the roads. They would start to grow through the cracks in the in the highways and on, on just surface streets. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah, it does make sense. And what happens then is the weeds then break down year after year, and they begin to form a, a layer of topsoil on the road. Oh, just it just yeah. scattered and you know they may gather up some dust and you know whatever but it does build a, a small a thin layer of topsoil clover then starts to take over and clover starts to grow over the roads and not only that you're going to have vines that are growing over it mm-hmm. and you know after storms how often a road will be blocked by a tree falling right. across it that'll happen that happens um you know just routine maintenance stuff will happen i mean signs will fall because of lack of maintenance you know they won't be painted and sure. things like that but um so that's one thing is that you know by about five years, they say that almost the entire roadway or every roadway would be just nothing but a, a like a layer of grass 
five years. About five years it would take. Is what is their projected? Uh, That's crazy. State that, that five years it would take for the roadways to be covered with a, a covering of grass. So for how many decades have people and been building roads? That's if nuts. you if you doubt this, I yeah. mean, now you may say that's crazy, that won't happen. But I, I want you to take a look at, and I, I remember these photos from the war years in Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. Look at the Indianapolis 500 racetrack because for, there was a time during the war where the Indianapolis 500 racetrack was abandoned. And... It was just left unused because they didn't race there. They didn't do anything. It was just, you know, it was, everything was focused on the war. Mm-hmm. And there's some outstanding photographs of the of the brickyard, which was, you know, truly was bricks at the time. Yeah. Um, weeds coming through that are waist high all over the brickyard. Um, so if you can imagine that two and a half mile track covered in bricks first to begin with, um, but also with, you know, waist high weeds throughout the entire thing it's it's really amazing it's it's unbelievable to see it's like when you see an old um uh maybe an outdoor stadium that's been left you know just left alone and the weeds grow to you know six feet high yeah. it's it's similar in appearance and at first the ones that i saw were, were sporadic and they were spaced out but you could see areas where the grass was definitely coming on top of the, the bricks so what i hear you saying is that if it ever ends up being the case that you are you know the only person left on the earth or the only person left in, in the United States mm-hmm. you know uh you'd have to get all the good rides in in a year yeah tops. exactly a year would be about all you'd have and then you would have to um i guess you would have to maintain the roads yourself which come on you can't do that and not not at any scale like we're talking get Nor- an ATV dude <laughs> that's the <laughs> yeah, that's future right. well see that's that's a thing then you change your vehicles and and move on but yeah. it's not it's not this never ending you know driving fantasy that I've have you know that, yeah. that you know you'd be able to do this for years and years and years it just wouldn't work that way it would it, after about a year you would be you would come across these weeds and then clover mm-hmm. and then grass and uh, you know after that then you've got other serious problems like you know the the road being obstructed by trees and mm-hmm. and signs and things that have fallen bridges that have fallen yeah. um maintenance would just be be awful so uh we're non-existence really they're non-existent yeah so um i don't know it's it's a good fantasy to have that you know you can you can think about it and it's a lot of fun i mm-hmm. i really i like that but um I know that it's not entirely possible now. We can never say never. Yeah. I guess technically you said not entirely it, possible. I mean, do you think that's a, that's that's probably a little strange dream, but I mean, I I live and breathe this stuff all the time, so I guess it makes sense that I'm thinking about it all the time. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Are you kidding? That's yeah. awesome. I love driving far enough out of the city to not be around other cars, mm-hmm. which takes a while, but you can find those places. Yeah. And uh no, it's it's totally like maybe it. maybe we're we're both crazy. I, I like know. it too. Sometimes the uh, I, like the only witness to my best driving mm-hmm. is uh, like a horse in a pasture somewhere. Oh, horses are such haters, though. Yeah. They're such hateful animals, <laughs> especially yeah, when it comes to cars. That's, that's what you need, though. You need that that wide open space to be able to uh, to do what you want to do. Sometimes, and yeah, within reason. Let me okay as defense. If if you want, I've got a listener mail that shows just how bad it is to be around other cars. Okay, great. Let's hear it. All right, now I'm going to do an apology in advance, Scott. I'm not sure how to pronounce this name, so I'll spell it and make a guess. You do the same? Fair enough. All right, spelled D-I-A-D-R-A. I would say uh, Diadra? I would say Diadra. Diadra, okay. Um, if we have got your name wrong, uh, please forgive us. So she writes in and says... Uh, 
High high speed stuff, guys. I just listened to your podcast, Driving Pet Peeves. I've lived in China for going on two years now, and you could not pay me to drive here. It's insane. And she says, if you can imagine a world where street lights, street signs, like one way and do not enter, even the lines on the road are merely suggestions. That's my world. Pedestrians do not have the right of way. Everyone's out for his or herself. There's no common courtesy. The only way to get around is by cutting people off. People are tolerant of bad driving because there are no good drivers. And uh, let's see. I'm, you know, I was paraphrasing <laughs> there. Um, Where's this been? This is in China in uh, Shenzhen. Okay. Shenzhen. And um, she says that uh, people are driving on the sidewalk. Driving on what? Yeah. Driving on the sidewalk in cars. Uh-huh. In, in, or are we talking like rickshaw? I sh- uh, Probably cars, right? Yeah. Must be cars. Yeah. No place is, that is even barely car accessible is safe. It seems people just use horns to say hi or want to ride or I'm here, and it oh. drives me insane. Oh, that would yeah, kill me. because I know you hate a horn. I hate horns. So anyway, I just thought this would be nice to show um, a little bit of aggravation on behalf of someone who's in a completely opposite situation than the one in which you dream of. Yeah, so. I guess so. I mean, that would be just unnerving, I guess, to even mm. – like. I think I remember reading that, that she said it's it's like a, you know, like a sport train across the street or something yes. like that. Yeah. That it's it's – you know, matter of life and death. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of crazy. I've seen stuff like that on, you know, just video. I've never been to a city that's quite like that. Yeah. Um, but man, that, that that sounds sounds awful. Yeah, you know, you give me a hard time, uh, listeners. Uh, you guys will enjoy this. Scott gives me a hard time some sometimes. He busts my chops um, because I've been trying to learn Chinese mm. and I want to visit China. Yeah, I think you may have heard that smug half chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> That's got <laughs> no. Let he's, out. he's actually doing very well. Oh, thanks, man. You're well. the best. But I, uh, but so I, I'm kind of wor- worried now about the driving. Really? Yeah, yeah, driving in China might not be my thing, dude. You may have to go uphill fast. I'm, <laughs> I may have to yeah. go uphill fast. <laughs> That'd so, be the worst for you, apparently. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna wrap up this one. Um, if you guys have any uh, responses or any other very strange driving dream stories, uh, if you think we're crazy or if you think we're the only other sane <laughs> wait, people you wait, know. Wait, 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 wait. Think we're crazy. I'm just, it sounds good. Oh my good. gosh, that's, way, that's a wide open door. All right, don't write in if you think we're crazy. <laughs> but with anything else, please send us an email at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com. And be sure to check out the High Speed Stuff blog on the howstuffworks.com homepage. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. Healthcare is a right! Healthcare is a right! And in the process, 
share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 